millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. Today, in the episode that, the episode 39 of the Quick Resume podcast, we've got many sales. Is the Xbox catching up to PlayStation after a long, long-winded generation? Stalker 2's been delayed. Is Redfall going to be delayed as well? You better listen. You better find out as we talk about all of this. <laughs> I need more coffee. <laughs> I've got a double espresso on me now. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for coming today. Um, If you're new here or if you're a returning fan of the show, my name is Deck. That guy over there is Tim. um, And we're we're the Quick Resume podcast. Um, Tim? Tim, it's it's been a big week, buddy. Um, You might not know it, but it has been quite a big week in terms of news. um, And I'm very excited to get into it. But first and foremost, well-being check. How are we doing today? How's my big old buddy? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, just uh, fit, filling myself up with coffee currently, trying to get hype for the show. <laughs> um, but apart from that, you know, it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, you know, standard standard old week. Uh, nothing really to report on that side of things. Nothing too exciting. Um, but gaming, we've we've spiced it up a little bit. We've we've thrown in some new things, and we did we yeah. say last week we would we had officially started the Dark Souls rerun, or is that new to this uh, week? I think we said we were going to do it last week, but we never actually started yeah, it. I think so. Was that really? Have we I really think? only played it this week? No, we've been playing it for maybe we did talk yeah, about I it last week. Either way, we've been carrying yeah. on with that a little bit uh, because we're on the the Elden Ring little hype train, uh, and that's going great. We haven't played it in a couple of days mainly because. Um, our brains and souls have been abducted by a uh, 2D uh, version of Dark Souls. <laughs> uh, that is Spelunky 2. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were talking about that. That came to Games Pass um, last week, like, half, like midway it's, through last it's week. It's the Dark Souls of Spelunking games, I would say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the only. <laughs> it's it, the only it, one. It has a monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> it has a monopoly in that area. Um but yeah, so we, we we're big fans of the first game. Um, we played that, which by the way, we found out was like in its it was such a long time ago. Yeah, we found out it? on the show. It was like two thousand and eight. Yeah. You said that's oh, mental. Yeah, it was Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. I can't believe that. I, XBLA. I used to love Xbox Live Arcade, yeah. man. Yeah, XBLA was yeah. sick. The Crown Jewel, um, Castle Crashers, sitting there at the top. Will there ever be a sequel? I don't yeah. Know. Who knows? Behemoth needs to sort their shit out. I wish that'd be so good. Um, yeah, they make great games, man. Even even like Pit People was really good. Um, what else was really good from Behemoth? I never I never really got into Alien Hominid, but um, uh, what was uh, the obviously Battlebox Theater was really good. Battle Theater was great. Yeah, they they take they didn't take a while because they do all like the hand drawn art, don't they? 
Yeah, and then what? What's the other one that they did that we played a bit as well? Was was was, was Rascals Behemoth? No, no Rascals wasn't. Behemoth, I, I can't was think it. of that. That was good fun though. I can't think of another one. Pit people was the was the little um, hexagonal turn based. based one, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they, they did they did do another. They they did another Alien Hominid. That was their most recent one, but it was only it's only come out on Steam. Yeah, a co-op running gun game with Chaos Mayhem and a whole lot of explosions. So they did they did that. Yeah, uh, but that I don't know when that was. So because it's weird because usually they have some affiliation with Xbox with their games. Um, mm. Like Battle Block Theater, I think only ever came out on Xbox. Pit People only ever came out on Xbox and and Steam, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were all like big XBLA titles and stuff like that. Yeah, they never dropped oh, on PlayStation. I'd, I'd, I'd be um, so hyped if they did a Castle Crashers too. I just feel like they're, they're leaving so much money on the table. I know it's their, it's their prerogative and you know, their career yeah. direction, but man, I'd buy the shit out of a car, Castle Crashers too. Oh yeah, same. Um, and they're they're such a talented studio, and it and it is it's their big IP, really, isn't it? Like, I think so. It, it's their like, biggest. I do get that a lot. Yeah, it's their biggest by far. Like, I, I, I do get a lot of like developer studios. They like to branch away and not just be known for one hit wonders and do other things. Um, I do understand that. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely, I'd eat up a Castle Crashers too. Like it was a three course meal. I, Joe, you know actually, um, I think, I think we should. We, I still want to play through Pit People with you because I really like what I played. But we just kept getting pulled away from yeah. it every time we tried to hop into it, and they kept they've updated it loads. We did. So, um, yeah, I would like to play that at some point. It is a good game, yeah. yeah. We we sunk a, a decent amount of time into it, a handful of hours maybe. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was really good from what I played. Um, but yeah, you're right. We just kept getting pulled away with with other stuff. So, um, but I still recognise it as as a good game, and it was one of the first ones that came to mind when we were talking about Definitely. it. Definitely. But um, anyway, a little bit sidetracked yeah. there. Anyway, <laughs> we've been, we've been, we've been playing Spelunky, uh, Spelunky two, and uh, in all honesty, fantastic. But I did not realise how similar it really was to the first one. Yeah. Right? Like it is literally the same game. Um like maybe maybe some different levels and stuff, but like the items, I don't feel like I've seen anything new. Um the obviously the whole mechanic of like the shop and all that. I mean there's there's new stuff like turkeys and mounts and all that kind of stuff. Like that's all new. But I didn't. I didn't expect it to be literally that similar. Like I hopped into it, and I just felt right at home. But I, I did expect some, some changes. I mean, I apart guess. apart from the fact that there's no. online online co-op, and obviously, and online yeah. co-op. Yeah, of course. Yeah, which is fantastic. My God, that that game benefits so much from having an online um, co-op. Surprisingly like, responsive um, as well. It's good, like good netcode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't noticed any sort of issues. Um, with in in that sort of regard and um oh mate it's just it's just fucking chaos like the the more people the more chaos as well um which just makes it so funny i we've we've genuinely and i don't even exaggerate this we've had breakdowns (laughs) multiple breakdowns since playing this game and we only started it on like wednesday or thursday like it really is so fucking difficult um it is mental i've died in just the craziest ways that i couldn't even explain to you like i it it would take you'd have to give me a pen and paper and i'd have to draw it out for you and just be like flow chart this is 
<laughs> yeah, like this somehow happened. Like everything kills you in that game, but it's great. It's great fun, and um, and yeah, I, we've been enjoying. Yeah, that. Well, I definitely recommend it. I mean, I guess it probably would be pretty good solo as well, but obviously, I think a lot of the the funniness comes from the chaos that ensues with 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 playing um, co op. Um, so yeah. it's definitely getting a big big recommendation from us. Um, you know, I was crying. I was in stitches on like when we were playing on Thursday, just because it's so funny when like you lob a rock, a rock sets yeah. off a trap, it fires an arrow, an arrow hits an, an enemy, the enemy runs into an NPC, and then the NPC runs around the map murdering you. And you're like, "Hello, what just happened?" <laughs> and, like, man, yeah. And you can like just like friendly fire is on, and it's your worst enemy and your best friend at the same time because. Like you can troll your friends, and you will troll your friends. Like you will, you can't help yourself. You will. You'll see them teetering on the edge of a cliff above some spikes, and a, a bulb will go off in your head, <laughs> and you'll just whip yeah. them in. <laughs> you just have to, yeah. But just everything kills you in that game. Everything. Nothing. You are never safe, ever. And it's like, I've died in the craziest way. It's like you accidentally throwing a rock and it like bounces off a wall and then hits like one of our friends in the head. And then one of our friends gets dazed, falls down a hole and falls on top <laughs> of me and kills me at the bottom. And I was not even a part of any of this. I couldn't see any of you. And a body just falls on me and kills oh, me. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> what just happened? And obviously everyone is just in stick. We've had our mates are just been crying with laughter. Like some of them playing this for the first time. Yeah. Uh, we've been absolutely pissing ourselves. It's just, it's so funny. And then you occasionally just have those breakdowns where something so crazy happens. You have a full squad wipe so far into the run and then everyone just spawns in. And you just need to get out of your <laughs> systems. We all just start. We all just start team killing in like just silence. <laughs> just get just getting out. Just tiny little people running around, just whipping, like lobbing stones. Yeah. <laughs> and then we all die. Get back in. And we're like, okay, are we all good. We good. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's do this. Yeah. Is the we good. Yeah. Let's go. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, it gets so much praise from me. Um, is it, it's everything I wanted and more. And. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great little distraction from um, from something like Halo, which I'm a bit burnt out on um, right now. Uh, so, yes, yeah, have a lot of fun on that. And I think that's kind of basically it. I think that's kind of all I've been playing this week. And I think uh, yours will be fairly similar. But Not yeah, true. Similar? Well, we did play Sea of Thieves. Have you been? So, was that? Oh, yeah, we did play Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Which, Where did um, that come from? Which was good. I always love... It was Ridge. It was it was it was our friend who actually uh, suggested it. He was just like, "See if right. and he was just like, "Yeah, I've al- I've always kind of wanted to play it with you guys um, and stuff like that." And I was just like, "Okay, man." You know, he's quite new to the game as well, um, but I think it's something that's always interested him. And and obviously, I'm always up for for ho- uh, hopping on CFDs. Um, it's something I always forget about, and then someone mentions it, and I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, I'm gonna go for some Sea of Thieves. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's it's got everything in it. It's got the like, you know, the tense situations, the chill moments, the funny moments. It's it's a game that does it all, really. Yeah. Um, as long as you're uh, playing with the right. Although people. the new, <laughs> yeah, as long as you're playing with the right people. Yeah, we we've have, yeah, we have a blood pack not to play <laughs> with certain people. Um, <laughs> we won't go into that, but uh, but yeah, and we started the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. 
like story, the little Disney themed one, yeah. um, which was very very it's slow. So slow. We we started it. We started it at like midnight or something. We were just hopped on. We we're like, let's do some sort of thieves, and then we were like, oh, this would be like a tall tale, you know, just like all the others. Um, and my god, you were literally just like walking in a line, going from point A to B, listening to dialogue. Yeah, for like. It's- over yeah, an hour. It was just like an hour of exposition. Like, like, we went through like some pretty environments and stuff. And like it it was the storytelling was kind of cool, but like it was just too slow. It, it was made worse by the fact that we like booed it up at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock even. Like, you know, we were kind of sleepy. We were kind of like burnt out on Splunk and we were like, let's just play something chill. And after half an hour, everyone was just like, like, we met. I can't yeah. even remember how it ended. Like, we had a little, there was like a bit of a fight, wasn't there on the ship. And then. And that was it. We were like, "Yeah, shall we? Uh, shall we log off? <laughs> Maybe do this another time." Because <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. way. So then scary. we found that cool, like new, like mermaid den thing, didn't we? And oh, then that's we right. Just yeah. Dove into that like un- underwater and did that for like forty-five minutes. Like we, and we, that was kind like, of fun. we were all going to go off. Yeah. yeah, and then we were just like, "This is just what we should have done. We should just hopped in the world and just got some loot and some treasure and 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 that's what we did last night." That like we we didn't do any tall tales or that, and we just hopped in, picked up some quests, went to a few islands, we found a sloop, we started hunting them. Turned out they were <laughs> they are playing us. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that. Um, and it was so much more fun. And and we still banked like a haul of like thirty grand as well, and bought some stuff. Yeah. And yeah, like, but see if these is always great fun. Yeah, no, it was a uh, yeah, I agree. It was um, it was way better when we just went into the open world, and it's it's kind of what I've always said about. See if the, I'm glad they added like the tall tales because they are fun. I mean, I think the Pirates of Life is kind of its own thing. I don't know if it technically, I think it is like a series of tall tales, isn't it? It's like five, yeah, like a self contained kind of thing. That one was way too slow, but the other ones haven't really had that problem. But like, I've always said about Sea of Thieves that I think all of the focus just needs to be to like keep injecting stuff into like the open world and how that operates. And you know, all the you know, they they describe it as you know, like emergent gameplay. So when you're going from point A to point B, shit happens and you go, oh, let's go there. Oh, let's go here. Mm-hmm. And that's like so much richer now. It's richer year on year. You know what I mean? Like compared to last year, it was good last year because you'd stumble into like the volcanic place. I mean, that was like year one even, but you know what I mean? And, there, and then there would be like the twirly things and then the skelly ships. I can't, I can't remember what the twirly things are. Have you seen that? Do you know what I mean? On the um, horizon, they're like little yeah. fucking yeah, sugar yeah. sticks. We did go to one once. I forgot what they are. Um, but yeah, we did go there once. Is it just an island? Some Is it just on of... an island? Is it like a boss on an island? I can't remember. It's it's something like that, but yeah, I mean, just the the amount of stuff in that game now is crazy. Like, I remember we always complained that there wasn't that much in it; it had so much potential. But now there's just, oh my god, there's just so much yeah. stuff. You know, you could be sailing. Uh, there's a skelly ship there. There's a megalodon there. Oh, well, you know, the rare chance you might run into a kraken. Oh, we'll go do that mermaid thing down there. Oh, there's a sunken ship there. Oh, there's like, what's that skull island there? Like, there's literally just an insane amount of stuff now to the point where it's just like ah nah cpa with yeah. that you know there's actually too much stuff that sometimes you just chin it off to go actually do a quest yeah, yeah, or something yeah. where it was like <laughs> the complete polar opposite um earlier in the game's life cycle. definitely um yeah it's and it's, it's, it's become a it's yeah, like you know they've added all of these like they've made the progression a lot more like explicit in the sense that obviously there's like the battle pass oh, you probably didn't even look at it because if you open your menu it's scary like if you open go on like the quest bit you're like what is this like oh, this is scary because there's like seasonal quests yeah. and challenges and you'll see you know it pops up just randomly 
Uh, like you, you will kill it. It'll be yeah. like you know, a seasonal challenge complete, kill five and five skeleton, and you know, there's like five tiers, and it goes up to kill hundred or something. But every time you complete a challenge, stuff just gets injected straight into your wallet. Like it just pops up and says plus. Yeah. And so like there's this constant like drip feed now. Whereas like OG Sea of Thieves, your payouts were like only from getting your ship back to shore and dunking all of your gold. And obviously that whole process is rewarding, but it was annoying that you couldn't just log in and have a small play session and come out with something. Whereas now yeah, you yeah, could exactly. go off, yeah. get a load of treasure, get sunk by someone else, get stolen, but you're still like, well, at least, you know, we got some doubloons and at least, you know, we got, we made some seasonal progress yeah. and still got some gold anyway. So um, it takes the sting out of those sorts of things. But yeah, man, this, even, even like yeah. we did, what did we do? We literally went to the, we did, did we even finish it? I don't think we even finished it. We went to, we did one gold hoarders quest, got two maps. Yeah. Went to one island, and on that island, may I add, there were obviously like the chests and everything there. There was like just so just thinking about what was new. There was like the new pirates' life enemies, so like the crab heads, the big boys. There were like ghosts yeah. as well, which I haven't seen before. I don't remember seeing. They were like ghosts. yeah, they were like ghosts. They were like pirates. They're like NPCs, but they were like all blue and spooky, and they just like. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if like I don't know if there was a way to fight them. We ended up just chopping them down, but like maybe you can use like the lantern. Don't know. Um, okay, I never saw those. That must have just been you and, and yeah. And there was like ammo pouches were getting dropped on the floor, so presumably so like you know mm. you can constantly top up your ammo. Um, yeah. Like bits of chicken were everywhere. I don't know if that had something to do with us or if it was just an island thing. <laughs> They're just like drumsticks lying around. Uh, yeah, it might have just been like yeah, like. Um... NPCs and stuff, not not NPCs, but just like enemies killing the wildlife and stuff like that. I think there might have been chickens there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we did all of that, Chicken got all everyone. of that, and obviously we got like there were like fireworks as well. I'm just, I'm just trying to pinpoint like all the stuff that that we saw that were new. Um, yeah, the I bought the cannon effect, the new cannon effect. Yeah, that that's right. Cool. And then after um, that, we went. We were going. We, I think we were just going to go to the next island, but we got sidetracked by the sloop. And lost, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually we were like, "Oh, look, there's yeah. a mermaid thing." Which so, the, and I think this was the newest thing in the update, which is so cool. Like the big swirly blue things. It's you really dive cool. down really far, and it's this like really wicked like bit of like coral like land, and you've got to find your way into it like an air pocket, and then it's like full of puzzles. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just a good old so time. colorful. Like it's it's like really really colorful in there and really nice. Um, and yeah, the puzzles are cool. Um, you know, nothing absolutely squeeze your brain difficult, but um, you know, satisfying enough. Um, you get a decent amount of loot from them. Um, and yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they they are really good additions. Uh, yeah, and then we killed a skelly ship, and then we just found that we had like we had like fifty things on our ship, and we were just like, okay, let's just go bank this now. Um, especially after the the failed attempt at taking out a sloop. Which is embarrassing, <laughs> um, but they were gamers. Yeah, they were so. gamers. They were gamers. Uh, I kind of knew it the moment I saw them going away from us, and they could have gone in any direction, but they chose to sail into the wind. Yeah. And I was just like, "These guys are gamers," because like sloops are faster into yeah. wind, and they knew that was their best bet. And I was like, "Not many other people would do that." Um, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and it's like you know, I'm trying to like rank my brain of like the, all the systems, not the systems, like the, the factions and stuff in the game because there's like uh, obviously there's the three main ones like 
the gold hoarders, yeah. the order of souls, and the merchant alliance. But they've since added a lot. There's like the hunters call for like the fishing and slaying. I think it was. Yeah. Like you can bring like sharp meat back, or I can't remember. Maybe that's a different. Yeah, just anything. I think you can just anything from the ocean. I think you can sell him like cooked kraken and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there are different outposts, but, obviously, as well. Uh, yeah. And then there's like the hunters' call. I don't. I don't even know how that faction works. I know because they're on that their own island and they they've got like, what did I call them? No, they're like reapers. Reapers. Reapers alliance. Yes. I don't know. Um, yeah, but that's you have to get. Oh, that's what. The, You've done it. That's what the swirly thing is. The candy swirl thing. It's uh, for a reaper's chest. Oh, and it shows and then you. The and, then, and then you get that reaper chest. Yeah. But then you have to deliver that reaper chest to that specific NPC, like sitting on an island by yeah. themselves. And obviously you have that swirly thing on your ship when you have the reaper's chest yeah, on you. Yeah, that's right. So every, everyone can see it traveling. But they give like 20k or something yeah. like that. But it's just one chest. That's right. <clears throat> um, that that's what the swirly thing that's is. Right. And then there is there's the um the arena faction as well. Can't remember what that's called. Uh but obviously arenas arenas and that's yeah. not being supported anymore. I'm sure there's still a dedicated player base who play it, but that's kind of is what it is. And I think there's another one, but I really can't remember. But you know, just in terms of like the sheer breadth of like factions now, uh that you know, there are a lot, and that's not even including stuff like challenges in your seasonal log. Uh the updates to the you know, I know there's quite a few different types of quests in the gold orders now. Um, like there was when I was picking the quests mm. from um, the gold when I, I I just picked a box standard like treasure map one but I saw there was a different type of one and it looked like a um, puzzle room I think we did it before you know when you go into one of the caves and like the water fills up and you've got to figure out what you're doing oh yeah that's like a type yeah, of, yeah. of quest now like for the gold hoarders and I oh yeah, really that's yeah, cool so, so I think all and I don't know about Order of Souls, like because obviously before it's just like kill skeletons. I don't know if there's that's been updated. I know the Merchant Alliance. Has well, there might be reworked. There might be stuff with like the Order of Souls with the new enemy types now, like the crab Maybe. people and all that sort of thing. You know, like hunt one of them down and bring back a claw. Yeah, <laughs> bring back its claw. Right. Um, yeah, I and I, so I, I think that they, they've really like worked on the quality of those quests as well because I think see if these. I, I think it generally does a good job. It's very engaging, but like you are trying to do those puzzles. I think. Uh, for the most part, um, especially because there are quite a lot of them, so you're like, hopping between one type of puzzle and then another type of puzzle. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just mm. it's good, man. Like the sheer amount in it is just crazy. Uh, you can really get lost on a run um, very easily and have a good time. Uh, I, you know, I mm. think it still really needs more combat options, like on foot combat options, uh, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's that, that's really it. You know, I think they've done a good job with like adding throwables and stuff. But I like, I yeah, I was about to say that adds a bit of spice to combat now, um, which we found out just how OP they actually are the other day. Like they're crazy. Like you can carry so many on you, like ten maybe, or is it five? I don't know. But someone just boarded our ship and just started lobbing them at us, blowed us all off the ship, was making holes in our ship as well. We were like, this is insane. The man never whipped out a sword or a gun, and he like just wiped <laughs> yeah. us. It's like Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that kind of adds some spice to the combat. But yeah, I I kind of agree. It's, but I think maybe they've just gotten to the point where they're just like, you know, we're not a combat game. You know, combat very much comes fifth priority to yeah, so many other things definitely. in our game where we're exploration we're storytelling we're we're like scenery um role-playing you know all of that comes before combat in their eyes definitely. so i don't think it's actually that 
high on their list yeah. um, to do stuff like that, which is fine with me. But, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And I, you know, there are some things they've done here and there as well. You know, like you can find weapons in the world, like you know the mermaid staffs, for example. Um, and I've told you about oh, that, cool. you know there are like these big on some islands. I don't know how you. I think it's on some of the ashen. Like there are some islands that have ashen skeletons with a little red mist around them. And that's how you get a key to open those mm-hmm. chests that we found yesterday, I think. And yeah. sometimes big boys yeah. come out and they breathe fire at you. And I think I've told you this before, but you kill them and they drop like a flamethrower skull. And that's so it's like, an, again, it's like another emergent yes. weapon that you can use. I think you can also sell that skull, but yeah. So I think that is a good way. That's like a good, and I like that. I like that a lot. I like that you can find these weapons that can be quite powerful out in the wild and then you can use them like for exploration, for PVE, for PVP. I think that's a good, good way to yeah. remedy it without adding like you know <laughs> another weapon is an assault rifle is a carbine to use <laughs> m16 yeah um yeah no i agree yeah the, the the staffs are really cool um yeah i was actually using one i never actually used one in against like a pvp player but um i remember i was like underwater with it and like fully charged it and like sharks were charging at me and i killed like three or four sharks at once just completely just yeah, wiped them in, in like one shot and i was like this yeah. is OP. Like I, I would be dead if I didn't have this. Yeah. You know, my blunderbuss and sword wouldn't have done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and the mermaids, cool. of course. Yeah. That's new as well. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. New, new enemy types, which is spooky. By the way, like they're kind, they're so evil. Yeah, they are <laughs> spooky. They're, they're really fucking evil. Um. But yeah, that is great fun. Um. And I'm kind of glad we went back on it because it's kind of rekindled, um, my love for it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of annoying at the same time because there's, there is just so much coming out soon and so much going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's just so many games. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to play it a bit. Like I said, I think, I think the game's at, at its best when you like kind of have like set yourself a, a goal because because of like the progression thing. You know, it's one of the things that absolutely kills the game for one of our friends. He's just like, he can't stand that he can't upgrade his sniper to like, you know, an epic version with, you know, improved yeah. handling and accuracy. Um, and so I think the game is at its best when like you're like okay I want us to all get fully decked out cracking gear full instruments full clothes and like that's the goal and so like now you have like an, you have like that additional motivation to be like let's get all this gold because sometimes you get all that gold and you're like you're just browsing around the shop and you're like that's kind of cool I guess very expensive <laughs> and like you just kind of like leave it and you're like, I'll yeah. save it and you don't end up doing anything with it and I think that can ruin like the, the loop a little bit um, but you know I think that's that's what yeah what can be good yeah no no i completely agree so um i suppose um what i i wanted to want to touch on this as well and i'll make this short and snappy because i i played and completed uh the outer wilds dlc this week um i've been playing it for like the last week or two i don't know uh and if you're not aware it's come back to games pass uh it used to be in games pass presumably it's come back uh so that people will buy the dlc because uh, the DLC came out, I think, like a couple months ago. Uh, so I bought it. I did it. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm a number to them, uh, buying up, buying on the upsell uh, for the DLC. But I, I obviously don't regret it because Outer is one of my favorite games ever. Echoes of the Eye, really briefly, without spoiling, um, is really good. Um, it's not quite as good as the base game. It doesn't quite come together as well, but the the sort of storytelling and the puzzle design and the environment design is still like S tier 
Um, it just doesn't, the story threads don't just don't come together quite as nicely as everything did in the base game. Um, but the fact this is like an indie team and they've made to me like the base game being like a 10 out of 10. And this is probably like a nine out of 10. The fact that they even came close again is absolutely absurd uh, with a DLC, which has no right existing. Like when I saw this get announced, I was like, this game, this really doesn't need a DLC because it, it's such a self-contained experience. And like everything that the game, the message of the whole game is so nicely contained within that package. But actually it works really nicely. It's a bit of an addendum. Um, and it doesn't take away from the base game at all. And it's, it's really very, very good. This is like an incredible development team um like absolutely unbelievable that they came this close to it to perfection a second time uh so uh yes really really good totally recommend it for like only 12 quid uh definitely play the base game if you haven't already nice yeah nice short summary on the outer world thanks man um yeah yeah you you've been raving on about this game for ages um and how good it is and um You've managed to convince one of our friends in our group to play it, and he is having a good time. He's completed it now. Um, I'm sure one day you'll you'll convince me. Yeah, he has completed it. Yeah, um, I'm sure one day you'll convince me because um, I'm sure it is very good. But um, yeah, it's not too high on my list. Yeah, no, makes but, sense. And, and it's it's not for everyone day. either. It, it's still ultimately like an indie puzzle game. Um, it's got a really yeah. unique twist, but uh, like ultimately, like that isn't for everyone. So, you know. I, th- I think it probably took me like 12 hours to complete the first time around. So, you know, it's, it's not hyper sure either. Um, mm. Yeah, that's out of wild as well. Next up, uh, nice. I just wanted to touch on just in terms of news for me this week. Uh, I just got my fourth Elite Controller Series 2. Pretty cool. Nice. Not on purpose. Well, I mean, on purpose, but not out of choice <laughs> uh, because the bumper, the right bumper once again has started, become unres- started to become unresponsive. So, with that insurance that I got through Amazon two years ago, I'm bleeding them dry. <laughs> they fucked up by letting me buy that. Uh, so mm. I've got a brand new crispy controller. My old one is in that box right there, uh, ready to go back. Uh, but man, it's getting a bit tiresome. <laughs> it's about it's like on the dot six months. The bumper will be like get stodgy. Uh, they're so they're so they they're so good, but so so poorly designed in terms of just durability like longevity and durability oh my god my controller is in shambles (laughs) like just my right bumper doesn't work my left bumper doesn't work my stick drift is insane my y button started to stop working my right trigger sometimes gets stuck mate every almost it's literally like it's only like 20 percent functional at the moment um and I feel like I am just going to bite the bullet and try something else just for the sake of like our friend group and just like science. I think I might just buy like one of the, um, what was the one we suggested ages ago? Was it Scuff? I think it was. was it I think it was else? Scuff. Yeah. Um, I think I might just try one of those and like, I'm sure it's not going to be too bad. And it's like, it's just, a, it's just good to know as well. Like, you know, I can tell you guys, yeah, we should buy these ones for the future, you know, until Elite get their shit together and actually make like a durable controller. Maybe these are worth our money for now um, rather than just buying another Elite to then. Or I could just buy an Elite and get insurance. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know how how far off the next series of Elite is. Um, 
I would imagine it's still fairly far off. So yeah, I don't know. I have a decision to make because this this doesn't work. Like my controller just does not work, and I I need to buy <coughs> something. Yeah. Um, that's the so, thing. It, it wouldn't be yeah. so annoying if the controller wasn't so good, and that's the annoying thing. Like I wouldn't keep yeah. getting it replaced if it wasn't so good. But it's just that it breaks down, and like it, you know, it doesn't fully break. It's just like there's just slight wear and tear that kicks in after an amount of time. Um, and it shouldn't, you know, it should be this. Sh- they should know that the sort of person that's buying this controller is somebody who uses it a lot, and it, it should be more durable. But the, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, I think it's a design problem because all of the controllers. All of these Xbox One controllers have this problem. Um, <clears throat> I think yeah. you probably see more reports of it happening in Elite controllers because, like I said, the person who's more likely to buy an Elite controller is more likely to use it more, so you see more breakdowns on it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just, I, I've, yeah, that's the thing. I, I've, I've considered like trying something different, but I just love how it feels and like I, my brain has wired to how the paddles are and scuff controllers do their paddles differently like they do them vertically and it's like yeah. oh like am I really going to have to try and relearn all of that uh, so for now I'm kind of happy I'm, I'll, I'll see if I can renew some insurance on it maybe at the end but um, I think that's just what I'm going to have to keep doing <laughs> for now but it's so annoying it really yeah. is annoying it makes it hard to recommend yeah 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 exactly it's when it should thing. like I recommend it and I'm like, yeah, you guys should totally get this. But then I'm like, ah, but just get the insurance and like, just know that you're only going to enjoy it for like six months before you have to replace it. And it's like, it's not really a recommendation. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's in such a weird place. Um, like they don't need to change anything design, design-wise how it feels and everything. They just need to sort the bumpers out and, and the durability on, on the bumpers. Yeah. It. it's just oh my god it's so bad it's like it's not even the triggers and the triggers get used a lot more than the bumpers triggers are fine they never get any wear and tear or any issues it's just bumpers like oh my god yeah. they're so they're so and is it, you know even worse because on the first elite controller you could take it apart and replace the bumpers and i and i did that um because it's it's the same problem but in the, in one of the other problems with the first elite controller is that the rubber wrap would start to peel off after a lot of use. And that was pretty bad, to be fair. That was yeah. pretty horrible. Um, yeah. At one point, I had duct tape wrapped around my controller. Like, that's just dumb. <laughs> uh, but in this one, they've made these really nice rubber wraps around it. It's, like, fixed to the controller, which is lovely. No problems with it at all. It doesn't move. But the bumper is still mm. a problem. But because the rubber's wrapped around it, you can't take it apart. So you can't take the thing out or replace it. Uh, so, you know, it's just <laughs> silly. <laughs> it's... Silly Billy, that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, long story short, at least a great buy insurance. Literally. Yeah, okay. Um, I wanted to touch on this uh, just very, very quickly. Uh, I, I assume we'll get a Games Pass update maybe next week, but Nobody Save the World. Nobody Saves the World comes out, I think, this week. And I'm like really quickly trying to look online to see the date. I, I think it's like the 18th it comes out, which would make it Tuesday, which sounds right. But for some reason, I'm not having a release date show up Like when I'm Googling it. It's really annoying me. Um, but I wouldn't have put it down in my notes if that wasn't true. So uh, I think that's due to come out. Um, this week on the 18th um, for those who aren't aware yeah, yeah okay cool yeah. I think this game looks really good I think this game is going to be actually really really good um, this is from Drinkbox Studio Drinkbox Drinkbox Studios yeah the same team who did like Guacamelees both of them which are obviously really good uh, like indie game indie sort of beat em ups um, 
One of our friends picked this on our fantasy critic, and I'm really annoyed about it because they don't know what this game is. Like I had banked on this as like this is a free free eighty. I know the pedigree of the studio. I know the quality of the games I made. This is easy. And then someone picked it, and I was like, "You don't even know what what that is, do you? You just saw it on the top games list and yeah. picked it." So I guess I'm not picking that anymore. <laughs> um, but I, I think this is yeah. going to be really good. I don't know if you've seen any gameplay of it, but it looks it looks really fun. I have seen some, yeah, and it does it does look great. I love the style as well. Like it looks great. Um, and yeah, yeah, like you said, they've they've got a great pedigree. They do make good games. Um, we've enjoyed their previous games as well. So, um, yeah, it does it does look pretty cool, man. And uh, what you said that's launching straight into Games Pass. You said, uh... or is it? Oh, actually, did you mention Games? I, Pass? I did. I, I did remember. say Games Pass, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like they would have put it in the Games Pass thing that we spoke about last week, and maybe they didn't. So maybe it isn't. I'll have a look. I, I'm, I'm now thinking that maybe it isn't, but it... nobody saves the <sighs> world. Games Pass. Um, but yeah, no, it, it it does look pretty cool, and it definitely is worth a mention just to just to get it out there. Um, because I'm not sure if it is one of those games which might just fly under a lot of people's radar if they're not actually made aware of it. So, um, you know, us being the huge podcast we are, Massive. you know, yeah, we've quite a bit of influence. The world yeah, out yeah, for that. Yeah. We're gonna get it at least maybe one extra <laughs> download. Uh, so, yeah. uh, and it, um, Xbox are marketing it quite hard. Um, yeah, it looks like it is launching day one Games Pass. Yeah, yeah, I was literally just about to say I've read something that's saying it's launching day one Games Pass. Cool, great. There you go. Don't even need to Thanks, buy it. Coming straight into Games Pass. Um. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it looks really fucking fun. Um, it's just just single player, right? Or has it got any multiplayer co-op elements? But... I think it ha Oh my god. You don't have to save the world online. Not only does the game have online co-op, but the game is cross-play. I, I just thought this was single player. Turns out it's co-op. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting like, like a sort of combined... I'm, I'm getting like... Guacamelee feels mixed with like Death Spank, <laughs> fucking sort of like feels. This is actually, yeah, you know what I mean? Be- behemoth. This looks like kind of like a Behemoth game. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. does. Like yeah, this hand drawn style with like that looks fucking. But just that sort of over the top like world, almost like over the top view on like a world sort of RPG element gives me that sort of like Death Spank vibe. Oh, cool! I, I had no idea um, this was co op. We'll have to play this. It looks by oh, the yeah, looks of it, sure, it's man. only two player cult from what I'm seeing, but this looks fun, man. Another game to play. God damn it's, it! It's, it's so just hard. Bud, my <laughs> game release. It's, it's hard dude. to be us. It really is. It's just really not okay. Uh, fuck. Okay, right. Let's. Uh, and, and the last bit of news, but I guess before we get into the news, uh, is is you're a yeah. gamer, um, which. Uh, yeah. We have attended before, I think two or three times now, haven't we? Uh, it's back in Birmingham here in the UK. It, it flits between UK and Lo- uh, no Birmingham and London. I live in Birmingham, so you know what that means. The boys do be hitting up. You're a gamer, um, so we're going to be there, um, hopefully. So <laughs> I'm sure we'll have something to talk about. That will be uh, sort of at the beginning of March. So um, we're actually doing a live show there as well. So if you guys want to come, say hi, get something signed. You know. <laughs> No, we're not. Yeah. No, we're just attending it. It's regular. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah. 
Yeah, bring your babies. You know, we'll sign them as well. Um, yeah, we'll only close. babies. I don't want to sign anything else. <laughs> don't bring your extra rule. I only sign yeah. babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a specialty of mine. Um, yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've done we've done Eurogamer uh, in the past a few times. It's great fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know if uh, anyone's you, any of you listening have experienced a sort of uh, sort of gaming convention like that. They're stinky. Um, but they are they, they are really good fun. <laughs> stinky. It does smell like smell smell like nerd. <laughs> it does smell like nerd. <laughs> it does smell like nerd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they are great fun. They are they they're good days out, and then obviously we just combine it with just hanging out as well. So we sort of just like spend the evenings just like drinking and hanging out afterwards because they're only like day things, uh, like day passes. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we'll be we'll be attending that again. And I was just saying to you before the show actually is it's in a really weird place where because it's happening like early March, so like quite a lot of releases and stuff we're looking forward to would have already sort of happened by then. And I'm wondering like what will be playable or shown there or or anything like that um it could be it could be a bit of a weird one but i'm sure there'll be some yeah yeah i can't really pinpoint what what i think is going to be there to be honest but uh, yeah like you said i'm I'm sure there's just stuff that i'm i'm not that's i'm not going through my head um yeah i mean we played like loads of indie games and stuff like that when we last went there um like that was a really cool attraction for us i always remember there was this really cool indie game we played that was like it was like music based yeah it was like that, yeah, that was really cool. And I don't know what happened to that. Is that game released or is it been delayed? I, I think like... I did like see that, you know, like a couple of months ago, I think I saw it somewhere, like coming up to like a full release. I think by the sounds of it, it had been like delayed like a lot. Um, but I can't remember. It might have only been a Steam release. I know we played it on controller, didn't we? But I think it was like through Steam, you know, controller support through mm-hmm. Steam. Um, so yeah, I can't remember. I, I have like the card for it somewhere. Like, because he gave us a little yeah. card. Yeah, I really can't remember. Yeah, it was cool. It was like, yeah, a music, like, co-op, like, beat. I don't know, I really know how to describe it. Like a hack and slasher, I guess. Yeah, hack and slash, yeah. beat them up sort of thing. It was cool, um, man. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it had a really cool but, like, vibe to it. Yeah, the in- Indies might carry it, so we'll have to see. Yeah. Alright, getting into the news for this week. There is a fair few bits and bobs, and to start off the week, there take two announced that they're acquiring Zynga for twelve point seven billion dollars. Um Wait, that's a bargain. That's an absolute bargain. Like, Everybody knows Zynga. Everybody plays Zynga games. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know Zynga though, can you uh tell the tell the viewers? Of course. Well, I mean, unless you're, you know, in case you're unfamiliar, they've made very popular games such as Toon Blast uh, and um, mm. and Star Wars Hunters, mobile games. I'm talking mobile games here. Uh, and there's something else there that I can't quite read. Um, takeaway being that it's all mobile stuff. And I don't really know. I know the audience that listens to this podcast and us is probably flinching at the idea of like mobile gaming as we are as well. It's not really for us. Um which is what kind of baffles me about this acquisition. It's, it's just, it's just massive in Japan, though. Like mobile gaming, like far beats out PC gaming and console gaming, like combined. I think. I, I mean, remember. it's 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 Crazy. big here as well. You know, I think it's kind of like an invisible audience in that we don't talk about it much, we don't see it much because loads of the casual audience will yeah. hop in and play like two hours of a mobile game. They maybe 
you know, it, 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 the outreach is just further. Mobile reach gets to people that console gaming never would. So, it, mm. on PC gaming. So, I, I guess there's that. But that is a lot of money. Like, take two are so much. I take two that big. Like, oh, that's apparently. I felt like Xbox acquiring Bethesda for ten billion was fucking ridiculous. Was so it 10 seven billion? and a half. Seven, seven and a half billion. Like, pff, this is almost double like, that. That's fucking crazy. I don't know, this just doesn't strike me. Of course, I'm a dumbass and know nothing about, like, business. This doesn't strike me as a, as a yeah. good deal. I know somebody's crunched the numbers, but I know I'm not the only one that thinks this because I was looking through, like, the reactions to this and, like, the, like, uh... It's stock tanked, like Take Two stock tank. It's all, and that's the thing. I wouldn't be saying this if Take if the confidence in Take Two wasn't already quite low, because they haven't been able to do much with Grand Theft Auto. Uh, you know, obviously Rockstar. It's they take like a decade between releases. Uh, they had Red Dead Two, mm. which was obviously a huge success. Uh, Red Dead Online, however, has been a bit iffy. I know that it has like a dedicated fan base, um, and it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. But again, like. That was a few years ago. There's no signs of their next game, you know. And then they do. I know there's like NBA because they have a. How do they? Because I can see Borderlands is here as well. Um, is it 2K? Is 2K beneath them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 2K Rockstar and Private Division. So they've got a number of like big publishers beneath them, but like that, I don't know. It's not like they've been overperforming, you know. Like 2K, I guess makes decent money with. NBA on like a regular basis. I guess the Borderlands games like yeah. are still doing well. Uh, mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like it, <laughs> it is. It's weird. It's it's a stupendous amount of money. Um, but like you said, I you know I guess in this scenario with just the small brains, right? Like nobody just crunches and deals like this take such a long time. And I'm I'm sure they've thought about it and the future and how it's going to affect them and why they're doing it. And, you know, they came to a figure and apparently thought that 13 billion was, uh, was reasonable. Yeah. I mean, that's... so I'd like to think they know what they're doing. That's it. That That's, I guess how I would summarize it, that it's like for a company that's struggling to put out games on the, console and pc side to like assist a consistent quantity and quality to then go ahead and spend 13 billion on mobile gaming is like like why is that money not going to what like you know it's not like it's not like it can be what is one has to be one or the other you know it's not mutually exclusive but it's it just like comes off as a bit like what's the direction here it almost seems like okay console gaming is we're really fucking this up so we need to be shifting to mobile game because that's the easy way out. And that's like, I think ultimately a lot of what gamers are concerned about that a lot of publishers or developers will move to mobile because it's, you know, easy. It's obviously it's not, but it's like, you know, it, it, it goes into like slot machine gaming rather than or like gacha gaming rather than like actual interactive experiences. So, and that's what yeah, this strikes me as. Yeah. It strikes me as take two has been underperforming for about five years now. That's re- that's reflected by their, like their shares and their stocks and now they're like okay we need to make a big play this is the big play uh and i reckon that's also why zynga was so expensive i don't i reckon zynga is not worth this much i reckon but because zynga are in a position like a more stable position than take two are they've just bargained upwards you know they've 
Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So, I think they're giving themselves a bit but, of a safety net. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Um, it is kind of weird, though, because then it, it then just goes into consideration if, if Zinger are in a better opposition or just as good a position, then why? Why sell? In any way, shape, or form, as well. So it's got to be mutually beneficial well, to both. Somebody, right? somebody Otherwise... gets to retire them and their next five generations. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because by the looks of it, they're still going to they're still going to act independently, but they're just going to you know they can merge their portfolio of IP and stuff. Um, and you know, it's not like the, I guess it's not like the concern is unprecedented. Like I say, I'm not, I'm not a business boy, but we have seen big publishers try to pivot to mobile to a fucking colossal failure before uh, and it just becomes a waste of everyone's time and money, you know. So that I guess that's kind of the fear, you know. Um, who was it? It was Blizzard, wasn't it, with Diablo, like famously. You guys don't have phones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think Skyrim tried to do the thing with Blades as well, didn't they, which like nobody talks about now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that did too that great. Cross, yeah. Elder Scrolls yeah. Blades, yeah. I, 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 again, I don't think it was a complete failure. Like, I think Blades actually, some people say, is a really good game, but just in the scheme of things, it's just not what people want when they're used to publishers making games in a specific way for a specific platform. Yeah, you know, if they're just like the next Red Dead is going to be like a spin-off and we'd be working on it for mobile, people are going to be like, "Give us Red Dead Three, please." Like. They're not going to be like it's it you know it's like that Diablo situation exactly. People were expecting a Diablo four announcement. Instead, they got like fucking Diablo mobile. You know what happens if that happens for Red Dead or GTA? They just decide to spend a lot of time and money to make it mobile, um, which is halting the development for the the actual next mainline game and stuff like that. People just that's not what people want really. Yeah. Um, so. And- it's weird. I don't know, but yeah, and I guess, I guess they've got to be looking at because you know I can't like, like there are some franchises which have like have had a really big success with this, which isn't like surprising, but like you know your Call of Duty mobile, your Fortnite mobile, those are obviously just part of the ecosystem mm. and they perform really well. And the thing is, pivoting to mobile is such low cost. Like that's the thing. So like it's when I'm saying it's easy, quote unquote, you know, obviously there's still technical like difficulties in doing all of that. But like it's low cost, presumably, to develop for like to make a mobile game because it's smaller in term, you know, across the board. Uh, with the idea mm. to make it so that you know it earns a lot of revenue for a low cost, like you know, it's very cost uh, effective. But yeah. guess we'll see what yeah. happens. Guess we'll see Borderlands Mobile next. Yay! Huge. Can't wait. Can't wait to play that while watching the Borderlands movie <laughs> in theaters. Tiny Tina's tiny Borderlands on your tiny phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, we we haven't had any strict sales data about the Xbox or Halo yet, which still really is weird. Um, which still is really weird. Because I would have thought they would have taken the December period, the Christmas period, I've said this before, to have been like, Halo has, you know, it doesn't even have to, even if Halo, like, didn't, like, blast expectations out the water in terms of, like, play count, all they have to say, or, like, you know, sales, or however they're measuring it, they just have to say, you know, you know, 
10 million people played Halo over its launch weekend on the, the brand new Xbox Series S. Get involved, you know, it's on Games Pass. Get involved for like 250 quid. Bang. That's like such a good message to have over the Christmas period. Parents impulse buy it for their kid. Bang. That's like another 500,000 sales done at least. None of that's happened. So it, this has been really obscure. But some information has been like leaking out about this because um, Phil Spencer's done a couple of interviews recently. And also there's been some sort of da- data analysis guys on Twitter. Um, what's his name? D- uh, Daniel Z. Huge, I think. Um, Daniel, yeah, Z. Huge. Uh, so anyway, take so the story is that first and foremost, Phil has said that the Xbox Series S and S, which they clumped together as one, has sold more than any Xbox console over the same period which is obviously great. I remember hearing the same story about the Xbox One last gen, despite the fact that we all consider it a catastrophic failure. It still sold better than the Xbox 360 did. Whether this is a reflection of the Xbox One actually not selling as bad as we thought, or if it's a reflection of just you know the inflation of the industry and that more people were involved by the end of the 360 gen, therefore you know it was very easy to beat <laughs> the 360 because there were just so many more people. There was so much more demand. Um, more people involved yeah. in console gaming so there's that uh, and Z Huge on Twitter like I said he's, a, he's an industry analyst has said that um, it would that given what Phil has said it would put the Series X and S over 12 million shipped according to their estimates uh, allegedly the dual SKU strategy so the Series S and the Series X has really paid off for Microsoft amid amid the supply chain issues and the semiconductor shortage. Obviously, because the Series S uses different components um, and therefore the supply essentially is doubled. You know, when there's supply chain issues for one, you know, they they have two chains of supply to run through, whereas the the PS5 doesn't have that uh, that privilege uh, because it's just a digital and a non-digital. So it's the same components. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, essentially the increased production of the Series S has allowed for more Xboxes on shelves than if they only had the X. So, comparatively, the last sales figure for the PS5, which was, to be fair, October last year, was 13.4 million. So, we could probably up that to maybe 14, maybe 14 and a half. Yeah. That's really shocking to me, that the Xbox... Is at twelve and the PS5 is at about fourteen, maybe fifteen. What shocking? Like, is it like close. It's that yeah. close or shocking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, yeah. what's your reaction to, to that, that? I mean, yeah, I think it's shocking. It's that close because let's be real, Xbox has been trailing behind for quite some time now um, compared to PlayStation's. Um, so you know, I think this really shows that we are you know essentially on a level playing field now in terms of in terms of hardware and but why ips all that sort of stuff um i don't understand i don't know i just i just feel like xbox has just got their shit together in terms of studio acquisitions first party games all that sort of stuff we're just drumming up a lot of hype there's a lot more there's a lot more wind behind the sales of microsoft and xbox i feel over the last few years um and i i also think I think it'd be interesting to see the Xbox Series X like sales in comparison to the S. So like I always I always think the S will beat it regardless just because of its price point, but it, it would just be interesting to know just how much of the percentage really is S to X comparison. Like is it like 80/20? Like just you know the S is just getting so many sales because 
it's always on shelves it's affordable it's and it's and it's a banger it's a banger of a console like it is really good in terms of like power like it it's next gen yeah. right a, a, a pretty nice price point um so i yeah i think it'd be really interesting to actually see the percentage split between that because i do think it would be that drastic i do genuinely think it would be like 80 20 or like 70 30 because the series x is a premium console right it's 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 very expensive especially if people who are not that clued up they're just going to be like okay well like the it's it's essentially like double the cost of an s you know and they're going to be like looking at it and researching it little bits like bit by bit yeah um, and i i yeah, yeah i think it's interesting like like you say I, my the thing is my expectation was always that um series x sales would be front loaded at the beginning of the gen there wouldn't be that many series s sales and then as the gen went on series s sales would pick up because that's you know that's when the casual audience would start to kick in like the big games would kick in like the sort of people who would buy a console to play you know one massive release like starfield or one massive release you know like the next elder scrolls um and they'd be like oh you know after a few price cuts it's down at 150 or you know maybe with a bundle for an external ssd 250 with starfield that's an easy buy really you know halfway through so my expectation was that the series x would always sell more to begin with but with the whole thing of like the semiconductor shortage and the supply chain issues at the moment like maybe maybe that's not the case like maybe there are people out there who would have settled who would have rather got a series x but have settled for a series s as a result um yeah yeah, 100%. I think there's a lot of people that have done And that. I think that's kind of something which is quite interesting about thinking about the PS5 sales as well. Like, are we going to get to a point where, like, let's say halfway through 2023, these issues start to wear off. Is there going to be like a sudden huge surge of PS5 purchases because there are people who have been like anticipating that and they're like, they finally get their hands on it and suddenly the PS5 jumps like five to 10 mil ahead? Or is it that, like there genuinely is like fairly equal interest and demand for both of these consoles now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so hard to predict, isn't it? I'd like to think that there is going to be a bit of a jump in PlayStation once they start, um, once they fix their chip shortage and start getting them, getting more on shelves. I do think they're going to have a jump. I don't think it's going to be insanely drastic and everyone just be like, oh, there it is. There's the gap we were expecting between Xbox and PlayStation. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but I do think we're going to we're going to see a lot of people that I think I think there are still a substantial amount of people that are clicking refresh and site crawling and looking for PS5s. Um, but then you could also say the same thing about Series X because series x and s because i think i feel like there's a lot of people out there someone like me if i couldn't get my hands on a series x i don't think i would settle for a series x uh series s sorry i'm the sort of person where i would just be like i'll just i'll just stick with what i've got and i want the premium console so i do think there's a lot of people out there that are still waiting on stock for a series x as well and they just never shelled out for the s because they they don't want to do that um so I think there's going to be small jumps in both regards, um, to be honest. But uh, it is quite interesting to see how close they they, they really are. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> because it's, yeah. you know, and like we really can't undersell like how crazy this is. And that, this is what confuses me about the whole thing because 
like if there were that many people waiting on a PS5 purchase, I I still don't see how these numbers would be this close. Because like, so at, at the worst point in the X, in the Xbox One generation, you know, maybe 2015, where there were like cancellations and like we hadn't had a get like an exclusive game in ages, you know, other than like fucking I don't know, Recore or you know something that underperformed, and um, huge. Like this, it was like a one to three. Like the sales and the figures were like one to three, and it was after that point that Xbox just stopped sharing sales figures. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, and that's so you know that would be like what what the sales at the moment. You know, it would be like eighteen thousand to like nine. Th- you know, like it's 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 a lot. <laughs> it's a big difference. Six thousand. Sorry, six thousand. Yeah, uh, that, that's a six yeah. million. Fuck. Um, so. To, for the gap to be this tight now, it just like I don't you know it's hard to figure out which what is the thing that is having the biggest influence here. And obviously, Xbox has had a massive year. Like this has been so. Like it yeah. also makes me think like was it were there a lot of PlayStation Four owners who considered themselves Xbox gamers? Like you know who maybe had a three sixty and had a lot of fond memories on the three sixty, but ultimately got a PS Four late in the gen because they were like, wow, PlayStation are killing it. And now that Xbox has had a year where it's dominate, it's bought Bethesda, it's bought like seven studios, they've cleaned up at the Game Awards, they've had a successful Halo release, you know, um, injected into like, you know, the top tier of first person shooters at the moment, that's exclusive, you know, and that's just the tip of it, the tip of the iceberg, you know, there's the, you know things like Hive Busters, Gear Tactics, Flight Simulator, Forza, you know, yeah. all of the rest. And then there's obviously even like the PC side of things. You know, we've got like Age of Empires over there as well. And that, you know, that must be having some sort of success, I imagine. So is it a combined, you know, thing of people being pulled in from all these different angles of like xCloud and PC? Is it just that Xbox has finally yeah. got their shit together in terms of software? You know, it's just, I find it I very think, surprising. I think it's a combination of everything. And you gotta be- you gotta mention every single thing you just mentioned is obtainable through one easy subscription. Wow. That's it. One ad. You buy the console, <laughs> you buy the console, you fucking get your wallet out, you fucking spend eight, nine pounds or whatever it is, or ten pounds with, with Xbox Live, and that's just a reoccurring fee. Everything you just mentioned, you can just start downloading, playing, yeah. streaming, everything. And and it's just it's it's I do think a lot of people, like you said, might have just come home to Xbox, you know, and just been like Finally, you know, it is it's it's that time. Yeah, exactly. And they're also thinking they're just like, you know, with the acquisition of Bethesda, they're just thinking in the future and they're like, if I do want Elder Scrolls Six and if I do want Fallout Five and I do want you know, this is the console I need now. So, like, you know, I do think a lot of that has just, yeah, it's, it's just jumped us up to almost an equal playing field. Uh, I mean, it's surprising to see it and to see the figures and just be like, wow, we really are that close. Um, but then when you do think about it and you do break it down, just as we have in the last, like, five minutes, you can you can kind of see why. <laughs> like, you, you can, like, it does kind of make sense. Um, but yeah 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 you definitely like that you know there has been a massive turnaround and we've been you know everyone has been talking about this for like the last two years really for, for xbox but i guess it's it's crazy to kind of see the results kicking in especially when we aren't even really in it yet like this is the weird thing we haven't hit our full that, stride that's yet, the thing yeah. like 
And like, you know, PlayStation have like a lot lined up as well. But like, it's been said for a while now that once Xbox is firing at all cylinders, it's going to be mental. It's going to be mental. And, you know, like mm. this year is obviously looking pretty good, but like fairly similar as last year, you know, with uh, a fairly light first half, but then a pretty packed end of the year with probably Redfall, uh, Forza, Motorsport and Starfield, tectonic release. Uh, and then 2023 onward is yeah. going to be straight up straight up loony <laughs> i like so I, I assume that they'll have a lot to show at this year's e3 you know and that that's just going to get this ball spinning more and you know so it, it makes me think like as well i wonder like you said about games pass i had totally forgot but like you know are people kind of looking at that and going gee whiz like are we finally at a point where the word of mouth is now that good that people are like you know that is such good value like like i need uh-huh. that and and also like are there people who are waiting on a PS5, can't get it, and are like, fuck yeah, I'm just going to buy a Series S. For now, I'm going to buy a Series S. I'll get a PS5 when it's available. But for yeah. now, I'm going to get a Series S for this cheap price, get Games Pass, like, because look, holy shit, Back for Blood, Outriders, uh, Hitman, Mass Effect, like all of these like huge games, I now want it. And I could literally... Spelunky, Spelunky 2. I could subscribe <laughs> for six months for like 50 quid and play all these games for the next six months. And who knows, maybe... PS5 will be back in stock by then. So yeah. like, I've got to think that the series, like the way this is working, like maybe the Series S is poaching a couple of people who are. The Series waiting. X is like the Series S is like the, the booty. Yeah, it really is for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Other> way, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's wild. The, the figures do surprise me if they are accurate. Of course, there are no official numbers um, other than the the PS5 figure from last October. Um, but because it, it's perfectly possible that a lot since Halo has come out, that has been a massive spike in sales. And like we are just genuinely at this very close gap. But also, like you said, maybe it is the fact that maybe there is going to be a massive burst in, in PS5 sales um, maybe early next year. Because uh, we should we should as well think, I think sorry, as I was saying, that the, PS, the software lineup of PS5 has really slowed down in the last like six to eight months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a hundred percent. Yeah, there hasn't really been much much going on um, on their side of things in terms of software. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a hundred percent. I think we're going to see some kind of jump. I don't think it's going to be drastic, like I said, where people just be like, okay, now now we're back to reality. You know, Xbox is now the the doormat again. I don't think it's going to be quite that. But I mean, with with the release of Horizon, with the release of God of War coming up this year all that sort of stuff. And then they're like, oh, we're no longer having a chip shortage. You're going to see a jump, I think. Like those those are console sellers, regardless if people even already have a Series X. <laughs> you know, if, if you're a gamer and you got income, those in itself are console sellers, like regardless. So like, you know, there's an element of me even just being like, I've got some money in my back pocket. Fuck it, I'll buy a PS5. For but God they're all cross-gen. And, uh, Ragnarok. Maybe they don't they need to buy a PS5. What, you know, maybe yeah, that, maybe 2023 true. rolls around. They're not waiting any longer. I want to play Horizon. I want to play God of War. I'm just going to play it on my PS4. I'll play it at 30 frames. PS5 rolls around. I've already yeah. played the big hitters. Oh, look what Xbox has got. They've got Perfect Dark. They've got Avowed. They've got Coalition's next game. <laughs> Drawing blanks. Uh, you know, like all of this stuff, like, and it's like, well, I've already played what I want to play for the PS5 for this, like. That's true. That's true. 
we are we are snobby to be fair like we're we're definitely the sort of gamer that's just like let's just wait till it's on at 60 or on the platform we want and you know i want to play it on the ps5 we're quite snobby like that but there are a lot of people that just it's too it's too impulse they're just like i, I have to play it like i have to play it i've seen people going crazy about it and reddit i've seen news i just need to play it i don't care if it's a 30 or at 60 so yeah i do think a lot of people would just cave and play it on a on a pro or something like that um which i think is ultimately you know i think that in itself is kind of harming playstation i guess um and their and their next gen console sales um whereas it 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 kind of wouldn't if they just made it next gen and like they said they were gonna yeah and they have a precedent of releasing all of these games on pc now even if it's six months down the line uh you know we know it's gonna happen god of war just came out on pc the first one so it might be a few years down the line yeah. but either way you know it, it wouldn't be a big deal if they took if they had this kind of family of systems approach like xbox does but they don't they have one console or a late release on pc and because people can't access the ps5 mm. version it wouldn't surprise me if people are just going to be drawing a line and being like i'm, I'm gonna play this last gen or i'm gonna play it on pc when it comes out eventually you know i don't really need the ps5 mm. it's not worth this headache to be like try, you know <laughs> Especially, especially as it run better on PC yeah. as well. God of War would be like 140 frames, 120 yeah. frames on PC. It's just that I think like, you, like ultra high graphics. Yeah. and I think the takeaway point for a lot of this, as the software comes out for the PS PlayStation this year, is that they're losing out on hype sales. Whereas the Xbox Series S has a perfect counterpunch to that with the Series S. It's a, it's an impulse buy territory. You know, it's, it's below 300 pounds or 300. Yeah. You know, it's about 300 dollars in, in US. Uh, yeah, exactly. And even funnier, like the follow-up bit of news to this, because speaking of the whole cross-gen, next-gen only thing, is that Sony, and here's the, the headline from Bloomberg, Sony is dealing with PlayStation 5 shortage uh, shortages by making more PS4s. This is so weird, because oh, the Xbox, absolutely. Microsoft's very slowly, very silently, should I say, stopped producing Xbox Ones like last year. They didn't say anything, yeah. it just stopped happening. Um because they have a Series S, so like, that's the low entry point. Uh, I think I think they've stopped making One Xs mm-hmm. as well, so that's not really happening anymore. And you know, if this doesn't send off alarm bells of how how much the shortage is making them sweat, I don't know what will. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, it just kind of shows that we're ready. Microsoft are ready, and Xbox are ready, and ha- are make, have made that transition. And PlayStation are just, yeah, like you said, they're sweating. And they're just like, oh my God, we can't get PS5s out. Like, but, you know, people are going to want to play God of War and Horizon. And it's almost like they're predicting exactly what you said. People are just going to play them on the PS4 Pro. So, fuck it. Let's make some PS4s. At the end of the day, we need to sell this software, right? We can't sell it on the PS5. We've got to sell it on something. Um, Exactly. And, yeah, they're kind of just like... They're, they're like lowballing it in the wrong way well and it's um, like you said like you know like how you just described it it's not like it's not an issue like it, you know it, it makes total sense uh and i don't think anybody could have predicted these you know supply chain issues i don't actually know if it's a covid thing or if it's like on the tech side i actually don't know but um nonetheless yeah. the dual strategy the reason they i imagine part of the reason they did that is so that there's you know it, it, it's accessible and part of what falls under that umbrella is is supply chain issues you know things are more accessible so luckily it has worked Mm -hmm. out and i think they must be thinking every day that we can't meet demand with ps5s we're losing sales to xbox 
Like, because it's happening, it must be happening. Yeah. And the, and it also wouldn't be an issue if they hadn't done the whole fucking thing with cross-gen and they hadn't said the whole thing about we believe in, in generations. Because now it look, it's just a bad look. Considering for the next year, all of PlayStation's big hitters, Horizon and God of War, and there's probably something else I'm forgetting, all cross-gen. Mm. The games that we know of for Xbox are all next-gen exclusive this year. Redfall, yeah. next-gen yeah, only. Uh, if, if Forza Motorsport gets announced, we know that's next-gen only. Uh, and Starfield Starfield's is next-gen, next-gen only. only. Stalker 2, next-gen so, only. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if this, like, if we get to, like, May and we're continuing to see these headlines and, you know, that people are, like, buying these games on the PS4, like, PS, they're going to have a lot of success with the sales, but people might not be buying PS5s, whereas, like, the arg- the narrative is suddenly going to turn around and be like, Xbox is actually, like, look how good Starfield looks. Like, look how, look how expensive that is. Like, look at Redfall, how well that performs. Like, look at Forza Motorsport, like, unbelievable. The narrative is suddenly going to turn and be like, if you want next-gen games, you need to play on Xbox. Because, like, God of War looks amazing, but it's, like, it's, it's being held back a bit. Like, because that was the narrative before. So, it better, you know, it better be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Same energy, you know? Um... So we'll see, but it's just it, that's the thing. When when all of this messaging sort of culminates together, it, it becomes a very bad look. Like obviously, like it makes sense strategically, but uh, yeah, it's just a bad look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, th- I don't think it's the wrong move. I think it's their kind of their only move right now. But like you said, just based on, you know, they've just, they've just, they've made their bed. They've got to sleep in it, right? They've, they've, they've dug a hole, <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's kind of the only direction they can go in, and it is a bad look. Um, yeah. You've made your cake, and now you have to sleep in it. Made your cake. Sl- you made your bed, sleep. and now you've I'm got to eat it. I'd love to, I love to sleep in cake. <laughs> it's one of my favourite pastimes. <laughs> best, best night's sleep I've ever had. Woo! Okay, so that's the, that's the sales argument. I'm excited to see how that kind of all unfolds, because it's really, really surprising for me uh, that, that those kind of sales figures... Mm. Yeah. Next up, uh, we've got some Halo updates. Thank the Lord. Finally. The Lord. They're Jesus. back from holiday. They're feeling refreshed. And they're on it. Um, so uh, the first update we have is essentially that uh, the Big Team Battle Hotfix has cleared tests and it's now going through Xbox certification, barring any issues they're targeting uh, middle of next week to release. So if, to, if you're listening to this late, that would be like uh, the 19th. 19th would be Wednesday, so hopefully as soon as possible because my god i need this to be fixed i don't even i'm, I'm worried that we won't even yeah. be able to get people back on it i'm worried that we won't be able to like if, mm-hmm. if somebody suggests btb that people are going to start shaking their heads because it's just it's been so long um yeah i mean hopefully i'm wrong because you know we, we all had so much fun playing it before uh but yeah but yeah it has it's hurt them a lot because it's, it's just taken the wind out of sales um for for a lot of halo uh, fans, you know, I know for a fact that my playtime is dropped significantly on Halo Infinite. I still hop on it every now and again, but you know, I just it, it's a combination of I absolutely smashed it and I put so much game time into this game already. Um, and you know, then this broke, and I've basically just been playing the same thing on the same maps for so long. Completed the battle pass, you know, if there's not an event running it's just yeah it's kind of dipping and i'm sure it's doing that for a a lot of people as well um so i i hope 
it doesn't but i can definitely still see people just being like you know nah i'm actually i'm actually good you know i'm still i i spent so much time not playing btb and burning myself out on the same game modes the same maps i've still completed the battle pass and now i kind of just i'm just done for 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 now at least yeah that's all i'm just hoping that it hasn't come too late and that people would still be interested in going like getting a party like if six seven eight together would be interested in queuing this because it you know it worked i don't know what the fuck they did like someone spilt their coffee on the server or something because it worked flawlessly before it was absolutely flawless like the only thing was like you know the the squad thing was a bit annoying but you know it wasn't the end of the world um where you'd be like wouldn't be the same squad as the people you queued with uh but you know if if they i I really hope they land this update right because this could like be a big like positive news story because they're looking to add the new event on Tuesday, which will come with, by the looks of it, two game modes from what I can see in the files um, and the people I follow on Twitter, uh, which would be Attrition, which I believe is like the one life game mode with revives and King of the Hill as well. It's, I thought that was Elimination. You might be right, actually. I, I can't remember. I thought I... Oh, maybe it is an elimination. Either way, I think those are the two. What those are the two game modes that are coming. So maybe it's not elimination um, for this week. Uh, in the side, and they did like a little trailer for the Cyber Ops uh, event, which has some really cool stuff in the event pass. It has got like some helmet effects. Um, it looks, you know, it looks good. It looks good, and obviously there'll be stuff in the store on Tuesday. They're also, you know, Jerry Hook, who's I, I believe the lead designer uh, for the multiplayer, has also said on Twitter that there are shop changes coming. Uh, so to quote. Uh, starting Tuesday, the shop experience will vary week to week. We are focused on reducing pricing across the board, providing stronger value in our bundles, starting to put more individual items outside of bundles and more. We will be trying new things throughout the rest of the season so that we can continue to learn and improve it and improve for the future. Please keep the feedback coming during the process, and I hope to see you all next week for the Cyber Showdown uh, event. Cyber Showdown, not Cyber, uh, cyber Ops. Um, so, great. Great, yeah. And there was there was an additional comment like someone had commented on that and I haven't got a picture here but um, someone had said like oh you know you wouldn't have this problem if you just had like a currency system and uh, and he and, and Jerry responded saying I think we need to do both sort of implying that there needs to be a shop system that obviously helps them get money and, and maybe some sort of currency system where stuff can be bought I don't know we don't we don't know like that's literally all we said so maybe you know it's what we've spoken about before and sort of giving currency back to the players and the battle pass. Or if it's like a literal credit system from Reach, I've got to imagine it's the former rather than the latter. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. this, obviously, all of this combined together could result in a really nice week for Halo. BTB finally fixed. They've spoken about a roadmap as well, potentially even a roadmap shared for like the future. Uh, new couple of new game modes, a really nice event tracker um, to get some new stuff. Uh, yeah. I'd come back. I mean, it's not like I'm gone. Like, I still play it. Like, I don't want to give that impression. I still play it. But, like, you know, I'd be excited for this. And, and I, I I definitely hop on far more consistently. Um, so, yeah, it's 100% needed. Um, it's all it's all positive news. Uh, obviously, you can look at ed- anything a bit negatively. I know when Deck told me about this, the first thing I said was, well, great. Now people are going to be getting, you know, the same items I've already bought later down the line you know maybe cheaper i technically just spent more money because i couldn't keep it in my pants <laughs> um and like it is a bit annoying but like because if i do like i bought like that samurai like the petal effect for like death and spawning in and running around it's like 
if I see that come back at like half the price, five, yeah. six quid, yeah, half the price that I paid for it, I am just going to be like, well, I just got, I just got fucked, didn't I? Like, I, I literally just lost out on money. Like, this, people are buying the exact same thing I've got for less. And I can't help but be like, that, that, that does sting a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like, that is a bit yeah. annoying. But then on the second hand, I also. I bought it for well knowing the price right now before they would even reduce the cost. And I was quite happy to give them that money regardless. It's a, it's a good game. Like, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not completely sorry and, about it. I'm not a Reddit warrior. That's raging. <laughs> and let's be fair. We've spoken about it millions of times on the show before. Those prices are not out of like out of the range of other free to play no. games at all. They're about the same. No. Uh, so you know, it's not like it was weird to make any of those purchases before. And we spoke about, I think we spoke about this at the time, didn't we? Like that maybe they, maybe the items that they've sold up to this point will just be locked out of rotation now. Um, you know, so that yeah. the people who own them for that price will always own them or, you know, uh, yeah. And I guess because it'd be like the other parallels of like, you know, if you go into a shop and then like buy a TV and you come back in two months time and the TV's on like a 50% discount, like, you know, sucks but like you know that's just like kind of how it works yeah exactly that is just retail at the exactly. end of the day um but, so yeah. yeah like i said overall good news and the, the team will be handing out uh i think five xp boosts and five challenge swaps to everyone to sort of commiserate it you know whatever <laughs> hopefully you know i really what what i would like to see uh on the roadmap if anything is that uh, a confirmation that XP is being retroactively counted. I'm pretty certain it will be because for a lot of people like us, mm. you know, XP boosts are now useless. Uh, and also, I'd like to understand what they, why I still don't understand why <laughs> this season was made six months long. Like, like I said, you know, we'd be looking at one more month uh, at this point until a new season starts, and I'd be like getting interested in like what's coming in the new season, what's the new battle pass going to be like. But we don't have that, so like, is there going to be a battle pass extension? Yeah. Like, what's happening with this XP? So, the fact that this this season is going on for another four months is kind of insane. Yeah. I'm 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 feeling relatively burnt out. Not even at the halfway point, um, which just goes to show that you know they were right in the sense that seasons should be three months long, and they have made season three three months long. But for whatever reason, they decided to double this one for 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 the first one. Yeah. Um, it just goes to show that three months is the correct amount of time for a season because six is kind of... Well, I mean, I think six would be okay if they had the like the pass that supported that amount of time. You know, if the battle pass was 200 levels yeah. long, that'd probably be fine. But, you know, it's not. It, it, it yeah. feels like it was designed for three months. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. Which it yeah, was. Right. So, yeah. that, so that's, you know, hopefully it'll be a good week for Halo. Um, I think they need a bit of a W and it'd be nice to have a bit of an injection in terms of game yeah. modes. Yeah. Uh, and like like the event tracker looks sick i don't know if anybody's seen it there's like really nice like black and pink skins and the you know the armor effects that come part of it are really nice uh so that'll be nice and obviously btb working will be really nice too so hopefully we get that uh, roadmap soon because i'm really interested to see as i say the justification for this season being six months long <laughs> rather than three yeah definitely <laughs> quick moment of silence everybody slap the f key on your keyboard Halo 3, 360 servers have been shut down. Uh, you know, I know there are people out there who who felt this was part of their childhood and part of their soul. And for you, you know, I share my condolences. 
Um, thankfully, you know, we can live on through Master Chief Collection, and I think we need to remember that having that is a privilege. This didn't have to be remade. This could have been sold back to you with three separate remakes, you know. You don't. You have it pretty much. And everybody, I know MCC had its problems, but everybody kind of loves it as a package now and how it's handled. Um, so let's not be too sad. Let's be happy and uh, <laughs> like be thankful for what like like what's there. Exactly. Well said. Thanks, Fat buddy. Respects paid. <laughs> okay, we're moving into. No, we're not. No, I want to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> yeah that's fine shut okay. up so first and foremost uh th- so this is crazy this week it was announced i don't even know if you saw this it was announced that hitman 3 the whole trilogy is going to be coming to games pass on the 20th i i did see something about it yeah and it caught my eye and i was going to message you about it and i forgot but yeah it's cool man this game, this game I heard is really, really I've cool. had my eye on Hitman 3 for a while so this is this is perfect timing for me and I you know having just completed Outer Wilds now I'm kind of like looking to have something I can play on the side and like a sandbox mm. like because it, it, I think it just wasn't it just missed the game of the year conversation in the TGAs but from lo- loads of other like you know websites uh, or podcasts that I listen to Hitman 3 was in that conversation for a lot of people and obviously there's a bit of recency bias because it came out at the very beginning of 2021 so you know everybody had kind of forgotten about it but yeah it reviewed so well you know it's i i'm kind of into this i'm, I'm gonna be playing this uh I'm, and i i would i have bought yeah. it oh, i don't know but this is just perfect timing for me for this sort of thing so i'm this is a mental games last month man like crazy yeah yeah they're really coming into 2022 strong yeah games passes hitting on all cylinders yeah it really is and i think this is i think this is what they're kind of going to do you know this is what they did last year they kind of they patch the holes in their first party library with just games pass stuff like big games pass maybe not necessarily day one stuff some of it is some of it isn't but like you know spat like just putting mass effect trilogy hitman trilogy you know th- those are those are really big big things so that yeah. that works well for yeah. me you know i think i think they've done a really good job at making games pass announcements exciting because there's usually something big per month that is you know that is exciting uh so yeah crazy yeah yeah yeah. this is this is hype yeah it is really cool excellent okay now we'll go into it delays couple of delays one real delay one one delay rumor uh the first being uh stalker 2 uh it was obviously meant to come out in April, so this is a very quite quite late delay, and it's been pushed back right to the end of uh, the year, December the eighth. Uh, which I mean has surprised me, frankly, because we haven't heard that much about it. You know, we saw the gameplay walkthrough, and it all looked quite good, but I guess it was just a vertical slice kind of situation. Yeah, E3 trailer, alert. right? So you know, nonetheless, game needs time. Give it time, no problem. You know, <laughs> see last video. They have the the. The, the the way they described it was basically like it's just a polishing period you know it's just a testing and polishing period you know they they probably could release it in april but they don't want to like it's it's like they're basically saying you know we we're taking a lot of pride in this we really want to make it and release it exactly how we want you know it's it's a passion project for us so i think i think it's 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 a respectful delay um you know so 
and it's still this year so yeah. i'm not and, and and there's there's plenty of other stuff coming out too um at the beginning the first half of this year um it's not too much of a of a punch to the gut for yeah. me um and ultimately i'm sure it's going to result in a better experience so yeah i, th- I think i think the only problem they're going to find themselves in is that the beginning of this year was really empty uh but the end of the year is very packed especially on xbox you know they're going to be contending with really starfield which comes out three weeks before that so mm. you know i'm sure starfield is like there are some people who, who won't appeal to uh, but nonetheless, you know, I think that's that's the real loss here is that they've moved it from a quiet period to a busy period. Yeah, 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 I agree. I mean, they are very different types of games as yeah. well. This is a single player narrative, first person shooter sort of thing uh, where Starfield is kind of like an RPG, right? It's a big explorey game and it's, you know, they're very different settings. They're different genres. So, um, but yeah, regardless, it's still competing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the other delay is and now, and this is completely rumored at the, at the moment. Uh, a couple of podcast boys, so at the Xbox podcast boys over at Defining Duke, and also over at the Xbox Two, uh, Redfall has been mentioned that there has been some very ub- unsubstantiated uh, rumors from sources about Redfall possibly getting delayed. Um, and again, I think this would be a shame for exactly the same reason. Uh, you know, by the sounds of it, it's still going to be coming this year, but. You know, it, it, it worries me because they won't want that space to be so cramped, you know, especially with arcane games, which like, you know, I I mean, we'll have to see because, you know, they haven't launched a game into Games Pass yet. I guess we'll see when Deathloop comes out. Maybe that'll give them more data to go by. Uh, you know, it would suck yeah. if Redfall got pushed from like summer, let's say a June release to like again like a mid-november at least like cramming starfield and redfall together would just yeah. like break my heart because like god damn it arcane games like need to have like more commercial success and i think if there's any game which is going to have more commercial success it's redfall you know it's, it's in that genre which is like you know four-player co-op uh left for dead kind of the immersive simmy open worldy looter elements you know it's got more broad appeal um yeah for sure it's I think, like you said, I think it would it would hurt if they delayed it to a November December release. I think they could probably get away with having like an October release, just on the fact of what the game is, right? You know, like they could kind of market it in that in that sort of sense, not as a horror game, but it's it's vampires, it's it's dark, it's it's all that sort of thing. You could release that in October. That would give them a few extra months to polish things up and sort it. And then you're not competing and just having this November, December rush and everything releasing at the same time. Um, I think, you know, if I were to guess, that's probably what they're going to try and aim for um, is around that sort of time period, giving them a bit extra breathing room, but not cucking themselves in competing with so much yeah, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that That's that's what my gut feeling would, would go with. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it, it'd be a shame to just see this lost, um, lost to the masses and drowned out by other bigger titles taking the spotlight. Um, because that happens a lot with Arcane, like you said. Um, and yeah, yeah, especially as it's such a it's such a question mark at the moment. You know, we obviously had some of those like alleged screenshots of like the early early builds and testing phases. You know, it's, it's still a bit of a screenshot of like how it plays and like what it really kind of is and. 
you know, not seeing yeah. that for longer is like, you know, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. I'll find out. You know, I want to know what it means. <laughs> what does it mean other than vampires yeah. and quippy protagonists? What does that? What does it mean? Yeah. It's definitely one game I have my eye on is one of my most excited for the year because it just it just it's it's a perfect game for us. Like it's like one of my favourite yeah. genres, this sort of game. Um so very, very exciting for us. And I'm just keen to see more, you know, regardless if it releases this year or late this year. I'm at this point I'm just keen to see more, like you said, just to just to see what we're dealing with. Um I can have an idea of what it would look like, but I just want it to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think I think a delay would then put it in the E3 wheelhouse as well of like small gameplay reveal for Redfall, um, which, you know, I think Xbox probably already have a lot to show, but I guess it doesn't hurt to have more options, I suppose, of like what they want to pick and choose to put in there. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and I think we should probably, I don't think Xbox is scared to really stuff stacked together. I think it, I think it's like, when we're doing podcasts and we're talking about stuff like this, you know, it, we we want stuff to be spaced out so we can kind of enjoy the zeitgeist of it releasing all of these games. And so they get yeah. all that, you know, so they get their flowers kind of thing. But, um, you know, realistically, if Redfall releases in November with Starfield or like a couple of weeks before, people will play Starfield, then they move off it, come back to January and then they pick up Redfall afterwards because it's in Games Pass. Like, you know, Forza... Horizon mm-hmm. Five and Halo released three weeks apart. Yeah, but they, you know, or was it even less than that? Because they did the beta, they did the. I think it was even less. It was like a week. Wasn't yeah, it? it was let. Yeah, it was like a week. Yeah, it was literally right. like a week or two. And we all saw the numbers that Forza hit. You know, I'm sure there was a big player migration over to Halo, but I hardly think that Forza. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not going to be struggling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. They're, they're dipping in and out of different games, right? They're playing a bit of Halo, playing a bit of Forza. It's not like Forza, everyone just dropped off and played only Halo and Forza was uninstalled from people's consoles. Exactly. Like, um, so, yeah, I think as much as we don't want that to happen, it ultimately won't, wouldn't kill the game. Uh, it would maybe, you know, knock the commercial success a little bit, but, uh, you know, I would I would still play it regardless. But yeah, I think the, the overall point is that, yeah, I don't think that Xbox is scared to release games kind of close, especially with Games Pass. So, yeah. yeah, ho- ho- yeah Hopefully it's wrong. Hopefully these rumors are wrong and they're being told and fed filthy little lies uh, and it will come out like, you know, yeah. early summer. That would be ideal. Um, yeah. I just hope it's this year as well yeah. because I, f- I feel like if it does release in 2023, it really is going to struggle for like its time in the spotlight. So like, I just, just keep it this year, please. Like I, fine, release it in December, November, whatever. Just, just try and keep it in 2022 if yeah. you can. They they could um, even do arcane yeah. celebration month, you know, when Deathloop comes to Xbox. I think, I think that is October as well. Was that August? I think it was October. So they could even have Deathloop at the beginning of the month, Redfall at the end of the month. You know, here you go, Xbox players, here's Deathloop, the commercially, you know, critically acclaimed, you know, game of the year winning, no, you know, like, uh, award-winning game. Play that. Wow, you thought that was good. Here's their new game, exclusive to your brand new shiny console, exclusive to Xbox. Uh, Give it a go. And also, by the way, we own this, (laughs) this, uh, this, uh, this developer. Exactly. There are so We ingested them. Yeah, delicious. Delicious. Um, I think they'll probably be one of the best tasting devs, actually. Just gonna put it out there. Well, I <laughs> yeah, I could I see think it. It'd be quite like a fine. I could see like it. steak. 
It's like it's like one of those yeah it's like or it's like it's like one of those hidden restaurants that like not yeah, many it's like in a garage, about. and then you're like yeah that's like a gem it's like a hidden <laughs> yeah. gem like guys you had arcade yeah, yeah. It's yeah so, so good, good. so try good, the, yeah I recommend it you guys come down try there. the marbled steak all goes yeah. arcade <laughs> <laughs> very tasty I can totally see uh, that. yeah okay last thing for this week then uh, is. A very, very interesting bit of work done by Jez Corden over at Windows Central. Thank you, Pappy. Uh, he My yeah, boy. he asked, uh, he took a bit of a poll on Twitter and asked uh, what what people want to see uh, Xbox most improve on. And listening to the podcast, it sounds like you filter this all into like an Excel spreadsheet, which is like, you know, that must have taken a long time. Uh, and he got about a thousand results. So, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously not a uh, massive... Uh, but you know good enough to go by for now uh, i also contributed um and i said i Not said huge. that what i want to see really I, I feel like they fixed a lot of my problems what i want to see is better systems integrated into the dashboard i know it sounds really weird but i like came across so like dvr but also like os things as well because i don't think it's bad like mm-hmm. the xbox os but one thing I noticed the other week, like I used to like go through the activity feed, like I, when I boot up my console and I was just like sipping on my like coffee or whatever before I like started playing anything. I just whip over it yeah. to see what everyone was doing. Oh, look at this funny clip! And I can't. That's just gone. Like, where is that? Like, where are these social features? It's buried. Yeah, like, I just feel like yeah. the Xbox like used to be like really good with these social features. Like, what happened to avatars? Like, they got remade. Like, why? You know, I I would not mind mm. like a total OS overhaul or. Or like at least a revamp that <clears throat> made these social features more prominent. You know, maybe do something with achievements and clips, um, just to make it a bit more integrated. Yeah, that, that, so that that was my input. I because I can see that the category here is for Xbox OS problems. So I guess what I said maybe falls into that. But you know, it's, it's not necessarily yeah. problems with the OS. It's just that I'd like to see it do more on the social side of things. Um, yeah. No, I actually I. Couldn't agree more. I used to flick through the the activity section quite a lot as well, um, and it was just quite interesting to see like a culmination of like gamer score as well and stuff like that. To so just be like, oh wow, someone's someone's playing loads of games and blitzing out their gamer score this month and stuff like that. And you know, you you could go through the activity feed and see that I got like an achievement on Sekiro, and you could be like, oh, he's booted up Sekiro as well, like on the lead up to Elden Ring. But it's like, you didn't know that. You didn't know I was playing Sekiro until I mentioned it and stuff like that because all this stuff is kind yeah. of buried a little yeah. bit now. Um, so, I mean, out of all the categories I can see here, I think I would probably pick that as well. I'd probably pick um, Xbox OS problems yeah. um, just to sort of streamline all of that. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, actually, I, I don't know what people mean about what does game DVR problems mean? Like what? Like what's what's everyone's um, issue so with just the game like DVR? so? Uh, it's like it takes ages to upload. Like there's no like good editing tools. Like it's really tricky to share. Like straight to straight okay. to Twitter or YouTube, whereas like PlayStation has like really good options for that. Um, like I, it's easy to do from yeah, the app. That's that's fair. what I thought as well. But a lot of people said that that does it like doesn't work for them or something. So I, I, I never had that. Yeah, really? it's worked every time. Right, yeah, I, I find yeah. it fairly straightforward. I clip it, it'll appear on my app like in a bit and I can download it and do whatever I want from there. But yeah, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind like, a, you know, a D, you know, some 
uh, work on the DVR. And I think it has been confirmed by the tech team that they're, they're doing some work this year on the DVR. Um, so I, th- I think there's definitely more that they could they mm. could do there. So it's not a bad thing. But obviously, it being the biggest percent there kind of surprises yeah, me. Yeah, it's a shock <laughs> to me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a shock to me um, to see it like right up there. Um, and even just like like achievement system improvements and stuff like that. I feel like the achievement system is great in Xbox. I feel like you can you can easily like whenever you're on a game, it's just a quick button press to see all the achievements. You can filter by locked, unlocked. You can filter by how difficult they are, percentage. You can even do achievement trackers for it to pop up and show you which ones you're close to. Like, why is that such a high percentage? I feel like it's fine. I think I can't remember. What, I think PlayStation did something recently with achieve with their trophies, which made everyone be like, you know, why does an Xbox have this? I really can't remember what it was. Maybe it's their game cards thing, and you can like hop to like particular parts in a mission to like get the achievement. But that's not supported for like like supported for just okay. a handful of games. Like it's not support. Like from what I hear, it's like really inconsistent and actually not that good. But on the games, it does work. It's pretty cool. I don't even think that's the feat. That's the feature that it is. But for example, things like platinums. Is it platinums? You know, like hundred percenting. Like the Xbox doesn't have anything for that. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird. Like you don't get anything True. for. Whereas you know. So yeah, I, I would like to see them do more. You know, it's it's not that I have necessarily anything in mind. I would like to see like the hundred percent completion have some sort of something. Uh, but I yeah. would like to see them yeah. like innovate in that space again. It's kind of like these social features. I I think of achievements as social features, but like, why isn't this? Why has this been stagnant for like fifteen years now? I know we had like rare achievements and like you know, there's like a couple for like a thing here and there, and it's just like this could. Like there's still, I think there's a something that can be done here. Like there's still work to be done. Yeah, yeah. I think we can all agree the whole diamond achievement thing is really yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, actually, I do kind of agree. I guess if you're 100 percent a game, you know, the only way to actually check is you know you just see the achievements 50 out of 50. You know, that's kind of it. It, it. it would be kind of cool if it was like. I don't know when you're just checking someone's profile, so you can see them like in a list. It's all like rectangles. Maybe that rectangle's like got like a gold border around it, or it's got like a crown next to it. You know, it just shows like right off the bat, this person's fucking played the shit out of this game. You know, they love it, um, and they've 100 percented it. Um, yeah, I guess that 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 would be kind of cool. Um, I think we can boil it down to a lot of what me and you want are just <laughs> kind of mainly social yeah. features, right? Um, uh, and it is kind of like you you could do things like i've pinned you like to my dashboard so like like as a friend but then i do still have to go like yeah down is... and just click click on you and then just like it's not it's not really it's just weird I don't it's, know. it's, it's just a really such a limp work. system like to me that that's like let's tack on some stuff to like the current os like you know patchwork while we figure out what to do because like i i would literally just like want and i like want i like a, a twitter wall or a facebook feed like just give me that and let me pick yeah. which friends i want to show up in that like boom done you know tim started yeah. playing sekiro oh you know someone else started playing Halo infinite this week just like give me small updates like for what they're doing you know if they played for two hours today that's the longest they've ever played this game for just silly shit like that so that actually yeah. feels like I can see what my friends are up to rather than actually asking them. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. you know, the fact that you can work in DVR, work in achievements to all of that as well. I feel like that's like really just stagnated and could really do with some, some love, uh, some TLC. Yeah. 
I would agree with that. So, I mean, I suppose just 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 to walk for, as the listener, just to walk you through what these categories are and what what the percent we're looking at pie chart, what what the percentages are here. We've got game DVR problems at seventeen percent. We've got Xbox OS problems at sixteen percent. We've got Japanese game support at fourteen percent. First party games improvements at twelve percent. Achievement system improvements eleven percent. Other six percent localization issues six percent. Family games pass for uh, family pass for Xbox Games Pass five percent. Xbox app problems, 4%. Xbox accessories problems, 4%. Crossbow problems, 2%. And series, Xbox Series S backward compatibility quality, 2%. And then there's very two little ones at the end here. VR, 2%. And marketing complaints, 2%. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. I'm surprised first-party games improvements is still holding such a large percentage considering, I mean... Like, do they just mean now? Like, they just want, like, all of them now? Or, like, because... Yeah. I... <laughs> all those wicked games you guys have lined up, can we just get them, like, yeah. all at once? <laughs> like, that'd be great. I guess. But I guess maybe if you were to ask this question this time last year, that, that percentage would have maybe been up, you know, up at, like, 20 or 25%. So, uh... Yeah. 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 I don't really see much more what we could do with first party. I mean, we've we got some bangers lined up, and they're all releasing day one into a subscription service that's kind of cheap as chips. Yeah. So, like, personally, I don't I don't know why that's so high. I think it's kind of odd, and it'd be interesting to see the people who did vote that just what they're actually thinking and what they had in mind. Um, yeah, but, it's kind of like, did y'all not play yeah. Forza or Halo or Age of Empires or Fight Sim or <laughs> or Psychonauts Two? I mean, you probably didn't play Deathly, but like yeah, these, just... you didn't say exclusive games. You said first-party games improvements, so you know. Yeah, uh, and obviously Japanese game support is there in a, in a big representation as well. It's like the third highest. Personally, for me, you know, I don't care so much about that. Um, I can see that there's some efforts being made, and there's some games that are coming over, but I would like to see Persona come over because I would like to play that just because of how critically acclaimed it, it is. So, you know. And there is a bit of me that would like to see that support improved. And I acknowledge that there is a, like, you know, that there is a part of the fan base that, that wants that. Um, so, but it's still, I think that's higher than I thought it would be. Uh, but I've got to imagine again, that this is mm. like the sample size of this, like is over reporting or like that, that category is overrepresented by, you know, hardcore Xbox Twitter users. Yeah. You know, I reckon not that many people actually yeah. like the wider audience actually care, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, sure. it, yeah. So yeah. Did you have anything else? Any other sort of reflections on that? So, feedback chart, or have we done that? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. I mean, everything else, yeah, kind of, um, kind of makes sense to me, uh, and all the percentages. Um, and yeah, if I were to take a vote, I would probably have gone for Xbox OS problems and stuff like that improving in that regard. Yeah. So. Uh, no, nothing really more to say on in, in that area. Yeah, it's a good bit of work. It's a nice thing to look at. It's a nice thing. It's nice to get an idea of what how the community's feeling. You know, even if it is, as I say, a, a sort of small sample. Um, so good work, Jez. You you fucking killed it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I mean that that's everything. That's everything for today. Uh, there was a lot to talk about there. Um, this is this has been fun. We should do this again sometime. Uh, we will. We yeah. Should. Maybe, maybe next, next week. week, actually. You know, now, now that you mention it, now <laughs> next, maybe next week. Uh, maybe next week on a Sunday, with episodes being uploaded on a Monday. <laughs> subscribe and share to your subscribe, friends. Subscribe, subscribe to your friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, just off yeah. the top of my head. 
Did you say subscribe shit? Oh, wait. No, no, you <laughs> subscribe say. to our friends. I thought you said subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to your friends. Subscribe to our friends. Subscribe to our religion that we're yes. starting up. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll be making a cult shortly, so be, be sure to subscribe to that and hit the notification bell about uh, nearby sacrificial goats. Uh, and yeah, exactly. other than that, we'll see you next week for episode 40, the big four zero. Oh, huge. Uh, Same age as me. What? No, that's not. Don't. Shut up. Shut up. We're going now. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.